Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jake Kerr. Welcome to the Black Ink Podcast. Today, I am joined by the one and only Rowan Kosh. How are you, mate? Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course, man. Super I'm, excited to be here. I'm excited to have you on the podcast. That's awesome, mate. Local legend. Le- right local here. legend. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Look, I we've got to start from the top. Hashtag. Yeah. What is Hashtag? How did it start? Honestly, it just started from the whole skate park scene. Yeah. I think I was down at the Wollaston Dirt Jumps Naturally. with a few mates. And <laughs> yeah. I did something and someone was like, yo, that was hashtag. And then I was kind of like, what the fuck? That kind of sounded cool. That's sick. You know, like, yeah. And it kind of gets stuck. It was my Instagram name since yeah. I was like 14. Yeah, fucking know. And yeah. So you've so, had the same Instagram handle the whole time? Pretty much, yeah. That's yeah, fucking I, nuts. When I made music, I just did the same name as my Instagram because yeah, it already yeah, yeah. worked out. See, that's the thing. I thought hashtag was just um, about music. Nah, this, this was well before the music. Like, yeah. whole... Yeah, BMX scene. So jumps. what do you fuck with? Because I, I don't don't fucking shoot the messenger. Are you scooter kid as well? Yeah. Yeah, so scooter, Everything. BMX, motorbikes, yep. skateboards. Yep. Fuck, you hit rollerblades ever? I have. Dude, I that's have. what's up. That's <laughs> yeah, what's up. Man. That's fucking nuts. Love it. Yeah, well, that's... uh. So how... Okay, explain to me. You've got like... It's called the action sports side of you. Yep. Explain the music part. Yeah, well, honestly, I've been a drummer for about 10, 11 years. Yeah. Um, Originally, my parents got into me uh, to go and play drums at church and that because yeah. it's full church family. Fucking oath. Um, so, yeah, I was up there, you know, 12, 13 years old, jamming out to, like, Christian hits and shit. 15 minute <laughs> drum solo following yeah. the, all the hymns, eh? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it, man. Going hard up there, you know. But then, I re- like, yeah, I went to Rock and Roll High for TAFE and that. Yeah. Uh, been through a few bands and that. Um, right. Boying up Bowl Bash. That's what they do every year. It's all rollerblading as well. Right. And, um, yeah. It's oh, all bowl pu- bash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, right. It's all at skate park and boy up, punk yeah. rock chicks and rollerblades. It's sick. Hectic. And, um, that fits uh, two out of my five requirements <laughs> to fuck me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it went from there. And then um, I had all the recording gear at home to record my band and that. And yeah. when the first coronavirus lockdown hit, yeah. got two weeks off school, I was like, what can I do with myself? Yeah. So I got drunk and tried to rap. Nuts. And um, somehow people liked it or hated it and it worked either way and it took Dude, off a bit. I don't understand. Like your following is your following is like silent until it's not. Because like the way we kind of... I don't even know how I first came across you, but I know my first proper introduction to you was at uh, the Easter Sunday Sesh this year. Yeah, yeah. And you've like rocked up. You're like, hey man, like I'm just here to, to hang out. And I've watched you like for like the first like half an hour, you're like hanging out by yourself, like smoking darts or something. I'm like, fuck, I better like... <laughs> I was I was just there. I, I just wanted to be a part of it. I was broke as at the moment. I'd just come yeah. off two broken arms, nine yeah. months off work. And um, yeah, I just wanted to come and be a part because well, I love thing, what like, you're doing. As I, as I like saw you though, I was like, man, he's just here to be here. I got to yeah. make time for this, you know? <laughs> and then by the time I went to go and like introduce myself properly to you, you just had people coming up being like, hey, what's going on? Right, right. Like, Let me get a photo man. and shit. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> so funny. it was wild, you know, because I'm, I feel like, I don't know. You feel like a, like an idiot talking about this sort of stuff. Like I, I, I'm at a point now where like I go out pretty much anywhere and people yeah. either recognize me saying hello or like obviously Bunbury's quite a small community anyway. And when you promote yourself as hard as what I do, that's the byproduct. Yeah, that's exactly. what happens. That, that was how I found it as well. Like Bunbury being so small and then all of a sudden it's people in Margaret River, people in Dunsborough. Yeah. Because everyone kind of mingles with each other. Yeah. And word of mouth just travels so quick. Yeah, right. it's nuts. It's nuts, especially Bunbury because we're in between like Margaret River and Perth and yeah. everybody is willing to travel to one or the other for a good Ab- night. Absolutely, absolutely, because yeah. it's only an hour away, yeah. two hours, you know, hour and a half to Perth. Yeah. And yeah, you go down there and it's just 
hectic. So you started rapping at home using your music equipment. How did it, well, where is it at right now for you? It's honestly, it's always just been for fun. Yeah. It's never ever been for like, oh, I want to get famous, blah, blah, blah. It's literally because I just have fun with it and once a month or so, I'll just jump on and... Do you see a future yeah. where you do something like once a week and turning into something? Obviously, if, it is fun, but if you can monetize it, would you monetize it? Yeah, I've made a few grand off Spotify and that. And, Crazy. Um, yeah, but it's to do that, then I have to deal with other people. And I just want to have fun with it. Yeah, well, is and, there not an avenue where you could make it just your thing? When you say you have to deal oh, with other people, what do you more mean? More like to get, to really get somewhere in the music scene, you have to go through. You don't have to. You can be like... um. Oh, what's the word? Independent. Independent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can be independent as well, but to really push it and get yourself up there, like say Kid Leroy. Yeah. Everyone knows him. Australia's biggest icon at the moment. Yeah. You know, full just get pounded by labels, hounded yeah, yeah, yeah. everywhere. You know, everyone knows you. Promotions everywhere. Whereas I just, I just want to have fun with it. Yeah. And it's always just been for fun. I just see it as like because we were talking just before we went, uh, like started recording. Like, I feel there's people that have this. I don't know, maybe everyone's creative, I don't fucking know. I do know that like, there's something about people like you, people like Gage Edgecombe, um, off the top of my head I'm going to blank now, but like, the point being is like, we're creative in a way that's like, it's not even necessarily defined by one like, sort of art, it's just mm. like, if you put us in any situation, creatively, we're going to come up with something yeah, cool. flowers will bloom, you know? That's right, like, it's yeah. just what we do. And I think that if you have that, like... Obviously, without sounding too capitalist about it, monetize it. Yeah. Have fun for the rest of your life. That's yeah. all my goal is. I'm trying to create time and, and energy and fun for my life. Yeah. You know? So it's like I, I see something like and the fact that the fact that like you've done so you've got such a little body of work and such a following already, that's like, oh well obviously there's a market yeah. for it. You that's know? it. TikTok. That's yeah. all I can say. The best thing as much as I ha- hate it, yeah. I gotta love it. Yeah. That's well, how my music got going. Really? So, did did you have a uh, track be used as backing music for other people's TikToks a heap? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was Saturdays are for the boys. Yeah. That's um, if you know that song by Charlie XCX, like Break the Rules. Yeah. That one, it's um, the backing track for that, and then I did my own stuff over it. Oh heck! So it's only on SoundCloud because I don't own the rights to the music You're to right. that beat. Um, yeah. but SoundCloud got me put it out. Yeah. But yeah, that one blew up on TikTok. I had something like nearly 200,000 people make a video with it. it all, Wild. The whole skid scene and that. So that was sick. Fucking hell. It was, um, yeah, so that really took off. And from that, I had people, well, I dropped merch about a year ago. Yeah. Sold four grand in a week worth. Wild. Um, I had hoodies go on to London. Yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, New Zealand quite a bit. America. That's had a so couple cool. go to. So I was sick. And then around here as well, I see a heap of the locals. I'll yeah. wear it every now and then. I'm just like, yo, that's sick. That's my face on yeah, there, you know? like fucking wild. Yeah. That's so cool. So, but, if you can make four grand in a week off merch, like, this is the thing, I understand, like, you, I say to you, like, be a rapper, and, like, that looks like one particular thing. Yeah. I think the reality is, like, monetizing your skill. Yeah. It's like, bro, imagine if you just repeat the TikTok model that you've already seen. Yeah. Just make bangers that you don't even own the rights to, to put the music behind other people's shit, yep. so that you get a name, so that you can sell a merch. Yeah. That's it. Dude, I'm doing the same thing. Yep. I'm I'm showing a lifestyle and I'm just saying, oh, by the way, here's the merch for my lifestyle and we cover it up as being a brand. Yeah. You know? No, that's that's absolutely all all like you said, I'm I'm really just selling a lifestyle. Yep. As well. Like I rap about going out, doing skids with the boys, yeah, drinking Captain Morgan. Yeah, if I know. Just you know, on the motorbikes. 
I think there's a lot of relatability like, with uh, like what what growing up as a kid actually is these days. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like people don't want to admit it, but like there's a lot of underage profanity going on. You know, like there's a lot of drugs, yeah. there's a lot of alcohol, there's a lot of sex, there's a lot of stuff that shouldn't be happening, but it's the norm. Yeah, and I'm just trying to capitalize on that. Yeah, because that's what I go for. I'm making songs for that group of people. Yeah, fucking know. You know, like. The people like down in Bustleton, there was a shed. I don't know if they're still around, but it was a Jindong shed. Mm-hmm. I've um done gigs there and that. I've had got packed out. That was hectic, like 400 people, all Wild. new. It was crazy, hey. Like, and you it's just would for that like scene, like, yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's crazy. It was insane. Like, it was just, I'm going for that whole scene. Like, you know, like the bush doof scene, like yeah. where you just get wrecked and skid your cars yeah, and do the thing blow your cars up and yeah move on brother <laughs> that's it that's that's the whole scene i'm trying to get into you know fucking oh so how'd you break you said you said broke bro- bro- broke both your arms yeah how'd that so, happen broke my wrist in eight pieces there yeah nice little scar and then i snapped my elbow through there hell yeah that was um down in albany just over a year ago yeah uh yeah about a year and two months ago now and yeah. um it was competition down there. i hadn't touched a bike in about eight months so it happens and eh? yeah yeah and i was just like been riding great all weekend i was like oh sweet i can still ride you know yeah and like this massive rolling two city containers tall yeah and um yeah it was first proper big jump i'd done in a while and i just just fucking ate. fucked it yeah yeah nightmare yeah so what were you going for what trick i was going just for? gonna jump it this oh, was my first jump of the day yeah and i was just like stoked to ride in the comp wasn't even gonna try and win or nothing yeah, i'm not yeah. that good but yeah. just this BMX, right, hey? yeah, 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 yeah. Just ride with the mates and have a good day, and just didn't end that way. Fuck, man. First jump of the day, and yeah. Do you do you, were you awake from the roll down to get to going into surgery? Ah, uh, yeah. So I landed, bounced. I tried to stand up, and that's when I passed out. I was out for almost two minutes. Yeah. Um, one of my mates' mums had to squeeze my broken wrist as hard as she could. Yeah. To and that finally snapped me out of it, woke me back up. Yeah. And then I knew something was broken, but they wouldn't let me get up because I've broke my back before. Yeah. So they were all worried it was like my back and shit, but yeah. it, I was like, nah, I'm good. But yeah, they made me lie down and then yeah, I was awake, all surgery, didn't get a green whistle or nothing. And <sighs> yeah. You kind of wish you just like get knocked out and wake up after the surgery, yep. you know? Like it's still going to be painful, yeah. but... They did knock me out for surgery. Like, yeah. oh, um, not surgery, but like when they put the cast on up. Yeah. They knocked me out for that, yeah. but um, when I had surgery a couple of weeks later, they just put a stint in my arm. What do you and mean? So all it does, it kind of paralyzes your arm, oh, so you can't yeah, feel yeah. it. And I was awake for the three-hour surgery. That's nuts. Hated it. I remember when I got my knee done, there was a option because like it was just a meniscus mm. removal or like you know inspection and removal, and like, they're like, oh, you can be awake for it. I'm like, why? Mm. And they said, oh, well, some people don't want to you know lose consciousness. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're going to cut me open, dude? Yeah. Dude, you can knock me out to take me to the dentist if you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, like, that was it. Like, awake. I was awake. I could hear him drilling into my wrist and stuff and yeah. tapping, tapping the plating with a hammer and that. Oh, it was the worst experience of my life. That's probably. Nuts. So you got the fucking decorated x-ray of your arm in that now? Yeah, yeah. It's somewhere at home. Yeah. Mum and dad's place. So. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. It well, should be on the I, wall in a frame, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> I ate different breaks in my wrist. and So yeah. you, uh, okay, religious farm kid. Yeah, so essentially, yeah. How do you go from being a religious farm kid to having full sand tattooed on your neck? Yeah. <laughs> um, really, it just—I don't really know. Like, just they—they they let me. The one thing they let me do was skate parks. Yeah. And so I grew up seeing, you know, all like 
originally good freestyle now boys they were the ones that actually they did a show out in the wheat belt town where oh, i grew yeah. up and that i was like two and instantly i was hooked yeah so then i've just grown up around skate parks i've met all different people you know they're all tatted up and yeah. i'll you know typical 2010 fringe and spaces and that yeah 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 so i just knew how i wanted to be yeah and that was my one little you know ah, oh, what's the word like opening to reality yeah and what the world was actually like yeah so I just, yeah, chased that. And I think it's also like a bit of a subculture. Exactly, you know, yeah. You feel like you belong to something and then to exactly, belong to it, yeah. you want to identify with the same aesthetic thing. Yeah. And you're like, I want to look like a mad cunt as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Um, it was more, yeah, the skate parks because that was my one little escape of freedom. And as I grew up, I got a bit more freedom. You know, When I got my license, Yeah. that was when it was great because I could go wherever I wanted. You know, it was all... You were pretty handy behind the wheel before you got your license away. Yeah, I've been, I've been driving since I was like two. Yeah, fucking know. You know, farm kid. Grew yeah, up yeah, on yeah. a heap of acres. And yeah, you, there's there's not an automatic transmission within 100 k's of your house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, grew up driving. I was, yeah, two and a half. Dad put me in a, uh old Land Cruiser Ute with a big car trailer on the back. Yeah. He um, put it in first for me, let it take off. And he talked to me through the two-way. He was loading hay up onto oh, the car trailer. Yeah. So yeah, he'd be like, all right, mate time you know i was going through gates and that as well yeah everything with a big car trailer on the back land cruiser you'd be like, all right mate time to shut it off so i'd just turn the key off and come to a stop oh yeah but yeah it wasn't a, a stall bit. but like a, yeah a yeah something stop. like yeah. that but i was two and a half driving yeah. a land cruiser you with a big car trailer That's filled with like five bales yeah, of hay through gates and stuff like so did you get yourself into any sort of like normally growing up on a farm comes like a dozen stories of like yeah i caught this live snake and gave it to my brother yeah i was i think i was six when we moved down here yeah so i haven't got two mem memories yeah down there but like one of the memories i do have is i was riding my little 12 inch push bike uh with thongs or something or bare feet yeah. my foot slipped and gravel and i cut open all of my toes yeah and so that was a big i don't remember it exactly but yeah that was that one of the main memories yeah dude i remember i used to live i've lived all over the fucking northwest and i remember this one uh when we were living in port headland there was this group of not group they were like a family it was like three brothers yep and they're all fucking no parabadoo we're living in and they're all crazy they're not crazy they're just you know they're three brothers who live in parabadoo and uh one of them like pulled up on their push bike one afternoon and I either just arrived or just left, but I wasn't like there, there when it happened. I was like kind of around it. He's put up on his push bike and his chains come off. So he's fucking, you know, he's leaning forward on his, he's leaning down on his push bike and he's got this leg off the bike and he's got this leg on the pedal and he's pulling the, he's grabbed the chain and pulled it back up. And as he's done that, it's gone the chain ring and he's lost his balance. The, oh, the legs no. on the pedal. So it's just fucking cut his finger off in between the chain ring and, yep. the, and the chain. And oh. I just remember fucking thinking like that was the first time I'm like oh there's no rules yeah like if you get in the way of damage you get damaged yeah you know like this isn't like fucking like the movies where everything works out it's like that cunt just doesn't have a finger now yeah you know and like That's... admittedly it was only the end of it and he's now end up growing around the top of it I still want all of my fingers though yeah you know? <laughs> That's exactly right exactly right mm. that's just a part of it as well you know if you're gonna be riding around like you know motorbikes as well and that yeah. it's all just you come to terms with it something can happen whether mm. it will may not but you always got to have that in the back of your mind like dude I be mean, prepared you know the shit we do i mean yeah. you're the same i mean you, you fuck around in cars and bikes and i mean yeah. we did a photo shoot or a video shoot the other day doing wheelies on the push bike it's like there are times there where we're doing 30 k's an hour which is quick on a push bike and you know we've got the fucking boot open you're laying yeah. down in the boot recording me and i'm trying to get as close to you as possible while doing this yeah. speed 
It's like, oh, wear a fucking bee's dick off death here. You know, not death, death, but <laughs> no, like... No, like getting a little bit hurt, you know? Dude, I mean, if your brother decides to... Who's had his license for two days. He got it the day before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he decides to have a moment where he's like, fuck, I mean... Yeah, I slams on the brakes I or something. I go into the back of the ute. I fucking hit <laughs> yeah. you with, you know... It all... Dude. But yeah, I think there's um also... There's something to that as well, that sort of... And like that risk-taking behaviour, I think, translates everywhere. Yeah. It's it's fun. Yeah. It gives you that rush. Yeah. And it may not seem like the riskiest thing, but it's always, you know, it's just, you push for it. Dude, you, it's a million tiny risks. Yeah. That's what it is. And That's I think it. like one thing about being a public profile as well, like when you make music and, you know, you talk about getting fucked up and doing this and that, like even the Black Ink song, it's like, yeah, I'm happy to say that's who I am to the world. That's a risk, mm. you know? Because I mean, it. we don't know who we want to be in 10 years time. And if, yeah. dude, I got fucking, I used to have an OnlyFans account. You know what I mean? Like I got some wild shit out there on the internet. <laughs> I'm never going to be a politician. You yeah, know? Yeah, like, it's guaranteed. Yeah. But there's something about that. And even now, like, I look I look back at, like, you know, fucking doing jerk-off videos for gay dudes, like, consistently for a long yeah, time. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's maybe not the best thing. But, dude, that's fucking... That's the sort of guy I am, that's you know? It, yeah. There's a dollar to be made. And it's like, I'm not yeah. getting hurt. And it's... it's I tell you exactly what, it's, not, right. it's not a dollar to be made. It's fucking heaps of dollars to be yeah. made, you know? <laughs> so it's like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm kind of glad that's in my... Uh, what would you yeah. call it like portfolio in my resume yeah, you know? yeah hey I know how to get them angles <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great hey yeah but one uh, so one thing I did notice the other day is when like I hit you up to do recording like man six weeks ago now yep. something like that and we obviously with your schedule and my schedule we only got to recording something together for the first time a couple of days ago but I went to the videos and like everything is great <laughs> Like most people don't have that natural, like, here's what we're going for. Here's how to get that shot. I didn't get it. Do it again. You know yeah, what yep. I mean? Where did that come from? Like once again, skate park scene. Oh yeah, I was, of I was never the greatest on a bike. Yeah. All my mates were better than me. So I was the one filming. Consequently, you're the so, one who has to get it. Yeah. yeah. And just old BMX videos and shit with the old VX1000 cameras with the fish eyes and yeah, that. And the handle and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my dream. Like interesting yeah i love that stuff and I, i'll sit there and analyze it for days like yeah, yeah well so it's funny just, like i feel you i feel like um for my whole for like my whole kind of creative life i've been in the same position and it's only really been the past like let's say 18 months where i'm like now i'm the one who i want to get on camera yeah and finding people like this is the thing you think oh yeah take a photo of this and go it goes sell whatever well you realize how fucking stupid people are yeah you know that, I mean? that was for me as well it was like when i was getting better on the bikes and that and whatnot i was always like man i want this filmed i want this filmed but yeah. no one could see how i wanted it yeah, done. yeah yeah so then i just gave up and i was like nah i'll just stick filming other people and yeah not not gave up like in general but like just no you give up trying to get yourself yeah on yeah camera, that's it so know? i was just like nah i'll be the one behind the lens you know Dude, every now and then I jump on my private profile um, on IG and I'm like, oh, I'll post something of me. And I go through my camera, my, my fucking photo roll, and I've just got hectic photos of still, it's still the same. I still have hectic photos of everyone else and nothing of me. Yeah. You know? You know, it's that, was, that was it, yeah. It's like, so annoying. It's so annoying. And yeah. like, that's the main reason that, uh, well, yeah, that's uh, like, um, I was just about to, uh, no, I can't say that on, on the podcast now. I think about <laughs> it. <laughs> no, actually... What's your, uh, I'll put you on the spot here. What's your interpretation of Black Ink? Like you said, you're, you're stoked to be a part of it. Tell me more about that. Well, it's just a community. Like, it, before I'd even really, before I'd met you, right? Yeah. I was driving back from Perth at like four in the morning. Yeah. One time, my mate's Falcon. And I seen, I think it, 
I think you pronounce it Sean Spencer, the bloke with a Commodore Ute. Oh, yeah. He came yeah. hooking past me. I yeah. seen the black ink stick it. So I just automatically, I was like, this dude's sick. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so like, well, I sped up. I was like, oh, how's it going? Lo- you know, lovely Ute, whatever. And yeah. we just spent the whole time going back and forth on the highway, the whole yeah, way down from Perth, you know? Yeah, keys. And I was yeah, just Springer. like, yeah, yeah. yeah and I, I was just like, man, I want to be a part of this. Yeah, sick. Like, and that was, I just feel at home. That's fucking sick. If that sick. makes sense. That's funny, man, because like I feel like I hear that a lot. That it's the, it's like it's just it's a tiny club at yeah. the moment, and like you'll be out and you'll see someone wearing like, I don't know because obviously I, I am like the black ink guy. Like I hear this all the time. People will see other people wearing black ink, and that's they're like, "Fuck, man, do you know Jake? Like, yeah, where'd you get this? Like, what? Yeah. You know, it's fucking. That's, that's it. why. And it's like, what other companies, you know, could I come out and like have some random dude like me? go out and help film for your t-shirt yeah, thing. Yeah, you know yeah. like i just feel like it's a wicked place to be yeah that's it it's such a supportive and positive environment to be around it's crazy i feel like um like the other the other night i felt like you know after we did our photo shoot like i walked away and i'm like i've got the tools now to sell this product and obviously like i'm trying to sell you know i've got 24 products to release before the end of the year and i've got like 10 weeks to do it it's yep. crazy so like this one particular product, which is the Fruit Loops tea, which is available if you're watching this right now, because this drops on Friday, the whatever it is of October, which is also coincidentally the same day this shirt is being released. So go get it right now at www.blackink.com.au. Sorry guys, I had to get it in. <laughs> you got to cop it. I had all the kind of assets I need to deliver this tea now. And I was like, this is fucking, this is awesome. Like I feel so rich. I'm so lucky to have people in my, I feel so rich as in fulfilled, not rich as in money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, the crazy part about it was is that you were thanking me for being a part of it. Like, man, it makes me fucking tear up when I think about the like the vibe that I'm creating if that's how you feel. Yeah. You know, because what you did for me is value is so valuable, it's almost priceless. You know, by by you wanting to be there and you staying there until we get the shop and the shot and the amount of times that we tried to do something and it didn't work, you're like, go do it again, go do it again, go do it again. I can't pay a photographer to do that. Because they don't have that passion. You yeah. Know, if you're being paid for that transaction, it's like we're going to get him, we're going to get the shot. Yeah, we've already got it. Mind it one more time. Get out. It's like, man, what you offered the other night, and then at the end of it, for you to say thanks for letting me be part of it, it's like, bro, this is what it's all for. <laughs> That's it. You know, I, we I fucking love it. win. It's just, you know, like I was saying, it feels like home. Yeah. Esse- that's sick. Essentially, you know, like in a weird way. Yeah. It just, no. it's just something that I was so happy to be a part of. Even what we we're talking about before, like the that um common when, when you met gage it's like he's uh something that something that i told him once is that he's unapologetically characteristic yeah and it's that like it's not that i think people like him and you and i haven't figured out exactly who we are but i think we're a lot further down the track of asking ourselves enough questions where you get to a yeah. point where you're like this is who the fuck i am and i'm happy with that and i'm confident with that i'm happy to push that forward yeah absolutely. Know? and i think black ink really resonates at like with that message it yeah. like it gives people it's, the permission to yeah. be excellent it's a way to express yourself yeah dude like yeah dude yeah and i think it's cool now that i've got the i've got the resources and i've got the ability to make a bunch of different uh styles of shirt like even having a a, a colorful you yeah, know it's like the toys r us logo yeah it's, dude. i love it and it's just like this this sort of thing isn't really possible without creating so much like previous work before it where you get to a point where you're like, cool, now I can do like a colorful fun shirt where it doesn't have to please the 50 or 60 or 70% of my audience. This can be for 15% of them. Yeah. You know? Whereas like, and it's cool, it's cool because then uh, I I get excited about Black Ink, man. I could take this in in any direction, hey. Uh, That's awesome, man. And like, I'm very, very particular with what I wear. Yeah. Like, 
I, I don't know. I may wear some weird outfits and that, but I'm so particular. And all I've worn for the last fucking, what, five months is yeah, yeah. black ink. Yeah, fucking know. Because I, I just love it. Yeah, you, it, you've... It's uh, right on the style. Like You've got like a, a fair amount of... Actually, yeah, between you and Willow, you've got yeah. fucking heaps of black ink. Yeah, hey. yeah, like every every time we're coming down, we're yeah, getting collecting something. More. Yeah, Well, that's the thing. One thing like I find from my point of view as like a merchant who sells these things, like make it and they'll come. Yep. You know? And like obviously looking at it from a more business point of view is like I'm trying to get, uh, like realistically, I'm trying to get say 20, 30, 50 of, you know, people like you yeah. who are as involved in the community as you are. So it's like, right, if I make all these things, I know that I'm going to sell X amount of them, which yep. means that I can live. Yeah, you know, like exactly right. I mean, I, people still think I have a job, you know? Yeah. People still think that I work Monday to Friday and this is a side hustle for nah. me. It's like, nah, man, if it's this just, doesn't yeah. work, I have to get a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So I think it's... Uh, yeah, it's creating that it's creating that community and then being able to go like, okay, I'm going to promise you something cool every week yeah, or every four days or every three days. I'm going to release a new thing and I'm not asking you to buy all of them, but I'm asking you to like, non, not even asking you, I'm trying to offer you enough that if I release 10 things, you'll be stoked with four of them. Yeah, you know? exactly. So it's like, man, people want to spend money on clothing. People want to support local. So all I have to do is make cool enough shit that I yep. can service those two needs. Yep. And I think with uh with like kind of the you know backwards and forwards that you and I have had, I'm on the right path. Oh, exactly. It's <laughs> it's awesome, and it's yeah. And even from when I first heard of you guys, I think you've grown that much. Like, bro, did you see in, the past three days on Instagram? Yeah, it's insane. What the fuck's happening? <laughs> yeah, I, I did like it's, just a throwaway video yesterday. Um. The Fruit Loops, one yeah. of the ones you yeah, recorded, yeah, yeah. it got 5,000 views in two hours. What? Yeah, dude. I no, like, that's sick. I'm 100%, like everything else. So my views at the moment, and this is the thing, man, like if you if you look <coughs> at what I'm doing at the moment, everything's quite conservatively successful. Yep. I, I think that's a good way to put it because like there's nothing that really stands out. Mm. My new standard of likes is about 100. Yep. So I get about 100 likes on everything, but I also post three times a day. Yeah. This had like 150 likes and 5,000 views in two hours. And normally it takes me like 48 hours to get like 130, 140 likes yeah. and 3,000 views. That's insane, So man. this just got grabbed and fucking yeah. sent, you know? That's, that's awesome, but, hey. And this is the thing, like I was, I was talking about it with Riz. I'm like, you know, this, this, has, this, this peak has to like plateau and come back down. Because you don't just keep growing and growing and growing. Yeah, growing. Like, it goes in like steps. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's it. Right. Yeah. And even with when I had my OnlyFans shit, I had an uh, Instagram account that was just for that. Yep. And like when you're selling um, that product, you can grow audiences overnight. Yeah. Because like, especially when it comes to guys, that product is really fucking like it's wired into our brain yeah. to just do whatever we need to do to get it. And if that's how you're inclined, then that product was real. So you'd go like 1,500 followers to 2,200 followers in six hours. Yep. And then stay and, at yeah. that for fucking a week. And then you yeah. get like 150 new followers, then you'd lose 200 of them. Yeah. That's fucking that's, wild, man. Yeah, that's like my followers on Instagram at the moment. It's been stuck around 3,800 yeah. or so for the last couple months. It'll grow and it'll drop, but then other times it's been like, you know, like a TikTok pops off or something. Yeah. And instantly I'll get an extra 1,000 followers or something. And How much have you posted on TikTok? Um, I've had, I'm on my third account now because yeah. I keep getting banned and that. Yeah. But I've had. Some decent, not crazy, you know, where you're getting like million likes and like for doing a dance, but like for the shit that I post on there, yeah, I've had some pretty good success, yeah. Like, so that's 
Yeah. What's your, like, going into it, now you've done it with three accounts, like, what's your strategy? Honestly, like, for the music side or for, like, the... Just as far as, like, building a... Build, like, to be honest with you, I fucking... I hate TikTok. Yeah. Oh, I, same. I I'm, haven't fucked with it at yeah. all. I have. I put videos on there. I think I got, like, 1,200 followers. Yep. And I was like, you know... I made up excuses. I can tell you what the excuses are. It's just wasting time. But like I made up excuses and I was like, I just want to get good at one platform. But what yeah. scares the fuck out of me is my success hinges on Instagram. Yep. If I lose Instagram, I'm fucked. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's it. But like t- as much as we can talk shit about TikTok. Yeah. That's w- the best way to get your shit out there. Man. Are like, you fucking with Be Real? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I'm on that now. That's pretty sick. Dude, I love it. Yeah, like, I genuinely love yeah. it. I only got it about a week ago, I think. But yeah, it's, it's uh, oh, dude, I've, I've reached a capacity of friends on on Be Real. <laughs> I can't get any more friends. That's sick. It's fucking wild. <laughs> well, like it's kind yeah. of for me. I mean, I think it's cool because like I'm I'm living a life where I've got this like at pretty much any moment of the day I'm doing something cool. So yeah. it really does work for me to be real. I'm like, oh, I'm releasing this product. I'm doing these G strings or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But. I think the real like power of that is that you have to pay to play. You got to take a be real to yeah. see everyone else's be real. Yep. So it's forcing this participation. It's like exactly, you might miss today, yeah. but you're going to do tomorrow. Yeah. You know, 18 hours late, you're going to do tomorrow. You're yeah. going to rock up to the party. And because of that, it's this participation based free social media platform. Yeah. Crazy. It's it's sick. It's so good. So I see it as just like, yeah, I fucking added everyone I could. Not yeah. like everyone I know. Everyone, Everyone I could. could, yeah, yeah, exactly right, and it's, and it's it shows just like you know, I've seen all yours and that, and it's just a part of the day. What goes on behind the scenes? Yeah, it's just real shit. It's, yeah, exactly right. It is it's, real. It's being real. I think one of the things I really try to do with Instagram is like I've tried to keep that as real as possible. Yeah, I think for the longest time because like I've got, I've got history and SL like DSLRs yep. and you know doing everything kind of properly and like I'm old enough. How old are you? Uh, Nineteen fucking really yeah dude i thought you were at least like 22 or something nah, i'm fresh 19 man we keep ha- i think we've had this conversation before as well yeah dude so i'm 30 in fucking Fuck. a month yeah yeah i know i'm, I'm close yeah. to retirement but the uh the crazy thing i've seen with insta like facebook instagram and like it was originally myspace and fucking bebo you ever heard of bebo i maybe yeah some gay shit anyway it doesn't matter I mean, gay is a derogatory. <laughs> but uh, the, um, the, the thing about what it, what it was and what it is now is like, there was no reason to look awesome in your, yeah. on your social media platform before. It was just like, yeah, it's just kind of like a, it was like having a doll that you dressed up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everyone could come and have a look at your doll. Your yeah. MySpace page was like a, an expression of you, but at the same time, you know, you put sparkles over your page, you change your mouse into a little fucking time bomb and you put music in different colors. Yeah. yeah. Like, cool, man. Who cares? Yeah. But now it's this curated fucking dance that everyone's yeah. doing where it's there's whole, filters and there's... Yeah. And it's know? got whole influencer model like that's right where everyone's trying to get that you know however many it doesn't matter it's not just for your friends anymore you know it's for any world yeah exactly and i think with that like i don't know what you call it but it's like making everything plastic right yeah i've really like adapted how i've seen social media develop and this like i remember having the realization i'm like oh people are taking photos with professional cameras Uploading them to their computer, yep. emailing them to their phone, and yep. then posting that on Facebook yep. just so they look better. I'm like, dude, are you like That's, people are gonna know yeah. that you did that. So yeah, you're gonna think you're 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 fucking pretentious that you're a dick. And then it was like, you know, a, you know, a, 
a flutter of the fucking butterfly's wings later and everyone was doing it. Yeah. And then that time again passed and then it was the technology was in the phone. Mm. So now everyone's trying to look as like get the best moment of their day, the best angle, the best lighting, the best filter, the best caption. Yep. And one thing I really try to do with Black Ink is still make it accessible. Yeah. And I think accessibility comes from trust. Yeah. And I think trust comes from seeing that like, oh, there's like that's blemished. That's yeah. not a hundred percent. Accessibility and relatability. That's right. It's I can go and I can scroll for an hour on your account and not get bored. Because yeah. it's <laughs> yeah. it's literally it's like it's just you living your life. You know, it's not some brand you've built up and you've tried to mold yourself into that brand. Yeah. You've molded the brand into you. Well, it was like that and video I posted yesterday, dude. Yeah. Like Black Ink's a fucking mindset. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's it's just what you do, you know. It's all a brand. It's motocross, wheelies on the bike, you know. Yeah. And then I could go around any given day. I'll see you popping a wheelie yeah. down the foreshore or something, you know. Right. And it's just life. I like, my feelings that fucking ABC gave that other dude the Wheelie King of, Bun- uh, wheelie King of Bunbury title. Yeah. You hear about that? Nah. Dude, it's an online article. And by the way, Brett, if you're watching this, I'm not even sorry. Because, man, they obviously they see him riding around heaps at ABC and they've pulled him over one day and said, oh, can we do an article on you? And, I mean, that someone's obviously seen him doing wheelies up and down Ocean yeah. Drive over and over and over again. So they've written the article. So when they posted the article, I'm pretty sure it's online only. Yep. I've been tagged in it half a dozen times saying, like, wheelie king, question mark, question mark. I ran into Brett once who was doing a wheelie and I and like, oh fuck, the skate's gonna be cancelled tonight because of the rain. Might have to go do some skids Ooh. instead, eh? Maybe. Shit. I don't know. Do you, do you skate ramps at all? Nah, dude. Fuck. I was gonna say I got a backyard half pipe and darting nah, up man. in a shed. I'd end up with two broken arms if I skated yeah, ramps. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Um but yeah, I put I pulled up uh I, I ride my bike before I go skating because yep. I'm fucking 30 and I got bad knees yeah. and I need to warm, warm them up. Warms up, yeah. And I was just putting my bike away and I had my skates on and I was like, oh, bro, come over here. And he came over and we exchanged numbers. I was like, man, I do wheelies as well. It'd be cool to do wheelies together. And, uh, you know, just you never fucking find time to. And then all of a yeah. sudden I saw this article. So it's like, I kind of know who they're talking about and I get yeah. it. But also like, I ride every fucking day. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like every day on the main street and yeah. always pulling a wheelie. It's like, oh. All right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's how it goes, though. Yeah, know? dude. And those, I mean, if you know, you know. But I'm sure even though he got the article, I'm sure the amount of people that would see you out as well. Oh, and bro. No, you know, it's probably more. At least one person thinks that that article is actually, yeah. they see me writing, they're like, oh, he was in the paper the other day. Oh, yeah. he was in that yeah, article exactly the other day. Yeah, right. no. exactly right. Exactly right. <coughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Drinking coffee on the podcast is literally the worst thing. Yep. Because <coughs> it fucking clags you all up but you know i'm a hundred and something episodes deep and i just don't give a fuck hey fuck yeah that's man that's the way to go yeah and congrats on over a hundred man that's that's a massive milestone dude it's it's so much that like i'm at a point now where i don't believe it yeah you know i'm like actually i'll tell you what i'm at a i'm making this podcast a bit about me i'm sorry <laughs> i don't mind man i uh i'm at this point now where like i was talking to my dad the other day about some of the you'd call them losses or hurdles i guess yep. that i've kind of had to overcome this year and like there's decisions that I had to make and like conversations that I had to have that I remember, like I remember being there and doing it, but I look back at myself, I'm like, dude, who the fuck were you in that moment? Yeah. You know, and doing these podcasts is the same. Like I was standing there looking at the mayor in this room about to do a podcast. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. This is nuts. Yeah. You know, because I mean, regardless of what we talk about and all the bullshit, are right, objectively, you've got yourself to a point where you, the mayor said yes and he's now in your house. Yeah. It's crazy. It's nuts. It's man. crazy. And it feels like it feels like it doesn't matter which direction that it, like 
I put that list up the other day where I was like future podcast guests and I'm like Noel Brunning, the Tappies guy, uh, Tony from Anthony's pasta, uh, from Antonio's pasta. Yep. Um, there was someone else and Jesus. Oh, and Glenn, yeah. Glenn Fitzgerald and yep, Jesus. Yep. Now, I have not told any of them that I was doing that. I have not asked any of them to be on yeah. the podcast. Most of them don't know who I am. Yep. But here's my here's my thinking, right? I've got enough of a reach in the community yeah. that someone will see that and know Noel Brunning yeah. and will know the Taffy's going to exactly be like, right. oh, you're going on the Black Ink podcast. And he's yeah. going to be like, what's what? Black Ink? And then you reach the out and he's already got that. Already got it in his head. In his yeah, subconscious. Yeah. And dude, and I feel like I could ask any of them today and I'd most probably get a yes. Yeah. So it's like, this it's, is fucking... It's, it's a good thing for the community too. Like, yeah, man. They can get their views and whatnot out there as well. Yeah. And also just be a part of something. Yeah, man. You know, and, this is, and obviously, like, looking at it from a reach point of view, you go, okay, I, you know, I get all of their community, they get yeah. all of my community. But, man, like, I'm at a point now where... And this starts to develop the older you get. Like, oh, I really fucking care about knowing my neighbours. Yeah. Like, I really do. Yep. Like, without getting too... I've just finished a book on it, so I'm really, like, obsessive <laughs> about communities at the moment. But, like... A lot of like the breakdown of community has happened in the past like 200 years. Yeah. Like for some reason, technology really just sent us yep. other directions and with the connection and accessibility and, and the rate of information transfer increasing has meant that we've actually got further away from each other physically because yep. we don't, we feel like we don't need it. Yep. And there's something so cool about like a Bunbury is a perfect place for it. It's a perfect size. Yep. You know, you can go out on a Saturday night and not know half the people there and actually know the other half. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And I think like, this is a perfect place to have a good community. Yeah. This is like, when I say a good community, I'm not talking about the community of Bunbury. I'm talking about your community. Yeah. The people you fuck with, you know? And for me, it's like, of course I want to know the other people who are doing this thing that A, are out on their ass like I am. Like if their business doesn't work, they have to go get a job. Yeah. You know, I want to communicate with people like that. And also if they're the people that are bringing sweets to Bunbury from Taffy's. Yeah. Or if they're the guy bringing the news to Bunbury from the newsroom. Or if they're Tony who talks to all these people and Antonio's has built this awesome business in the past two years from a, 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 you know, food van to a physical spot. It's like, dude, let's talk. Yeah. Let's share this with people. Obviously, you know, it's just a big learning thing as well. You can learn from them. They can learn from you and you all build together. Yeah, that's right. To all go up, you know? That's, I'll tell you what, on that note as well, I think that's a lot of what business is. Like, you know, you know this thing where like 90% of small businesses fail in the first year or two yeah, years? yep. That is like just resilience training, hey? Yeah. The thing you find with like business owners is they're usually good problem solvers. You know, you give them a problem and then that never, never is the answer like, oh, it's too hard or it's impossible. It's like, oh, well, if we're going to do it, well, it would look like this and it's going to cost this and we need to include these people and rah, yeah. rah, rah. And there's something so interesting about that sort of person because I feel like if you get that same person and put them back like a thousand years, they just become the leader of the camp. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're like, oh, we've got to go overthrow that camp over there. Here's how we go about it. Yeah. Oh, no, someone might die. I fucking, and they've got weird water over there. No, 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 let's go. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, it's just, oh, fuck. It's just interesting living in 2022, dude. Yeah. Yeah, fucking oath. That's crazy. Fucking oath. So, what's your, uh, so your general direction with Heshdog, your music in the future, is just create as you go and see what happens. Yeah, it's literally like, who knows, tomorrow I could put something out and it goes hectic and yeah. fuck yeah, then that's when I, you know, I might consider actually doing it yeah. for something, you know, to try and get a lifestyle out of it. Yeah. But at the moment, it's literally, I've got this awesome little just group of people all yeah. around Australia, a few in London, a few in America, 
New Zealand especially. Yeah. Like heap of boys out there love it. Yeah. And it's just this cool little group. It's like he's talking about community. Yeah. It's just this little community that yeah, love well, it. And I guess just feeding them for the rest of the time is, is, is like fulfilling, un- I guess yeah. you'd say fulfilling enough. Yeah. yeah. It's just, like I said, it's, I'm not in that mindset where I want to go and like, you know, rah, rah, I want to be a famous rapper. Yeah. It's just, I just want to have fun with it. Yeah. And, you know, I've opened for Downside at the Prince. I've thrown my own gigs and that. Had some fun. I Look, a, a, about a year and a bit ago, um, I actually got an offer to move to Melbourne. Um, that would have been sick. Yeah. Like, go do shows with this DJ. It was like, yeah, man, free rent, fly over, and come live with me for a bit. Yeah. And we just do all this. But, like, at that time, I was still way too scared to, like, get out of home. Yeah, pull the trigger. Like, yeah, I was... Cause I'm fresh 19. I was like fresh 18. Yeah. Like back then or like almost 18. And I was just like, I just can't do it now. I wish I had, but yeah. it's, you know, I'm happy with where I am now. I could I could go and drop a song. I can get 10,000 streams on it in, you know, a few days. Yeah. If I want, or, you know, it might take a bit longer than that, but that's enough for me. You know, I used to have this feeling where like, you'd uh, watch your life happening and, and like, this is the thing, like opportunities are really... If you get good at looking for opportunity and seeing where like, yeah, seeing where it's possible to do things, I think you you like you get to a point where you you see something happen, you'll see someone or you'll notice someone go. I'm fucking failing to come up with plausible situations, but something will happen. You go like, oh, I could start a conversation there, and that yeah. could lead to this, this, and this. Absolutely, or I could intervene into this, and that could lead. To, yep. And and sometimes like, or most of the time, I felt like I was letting heaps of opportunities go, and since then, like that's probably my late teens early 20s yep and now i feel fucking horrible when i let one go yeah like and i think i don't know i think from the outside point of view the perspective on how i operate is just all the time flat out always doing something and always promoting it and i think that comes from i get so fucking scared that the opportunity i let go is going to be part of the building that is my success yeah so i just see like i know i kind of said this a few different ways but i just see so much potential when you've already got a community, when yeah. you've already got an audience, when you've got people where you're like, if you can get 10,000 streams tomorrow, I'm like, fucking go for 20. Yeah. Go for 50. Because yeah. I mean, dude, having a job's cool. Being a millionaire is fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know? and it's just like, that, that would be great. But like, at, yeah, at the moment, like, I'm, I just want to save for a house. And, yeah, yeah. You know, now I've got a missus and that and just do, set do us up as well. Thing, yeah, 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 that's it. But like, fuck, man, like I was saying, I could have a song tomorrow that goes rockets up a bit yeah and i'll be like fuck yeah. yeah all right here we go now i've got that little bit of money to back me yep because at the moment it's i don't have the funds to where i can go and actually drop everything and push for it yep. that's more or less so for me to do that i need to you know give it a little bit more just yeah. keep that <clears throat> fan group that i've got going now just keep them happy keep getting those because consi- it's more about consistency for me not numbers yeah 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 i can i'm all my views are all consistent. Yeah. I can, you know, I could drop something tomorrow and know I'm going to hit this target. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think as oh, well, though, your consistency, like the reason that Black Ink is what it is, because I've posted at least once a day. Yeah. For 18 months. Yeah. You know, like I'm letting you know what's up. Yeah. I think I had a three day gap when I had, when I had, you know, the thing. But, um, that fucking, even then, I think I was still posting stories and resharing yeah. and doing shit. So I think that consistency is key. And I actually, I won't mention who it is. I've got another friend who's in the rap game, yep. you know? And he, like I said to him maybe 18 months ago, I was like, bro, get on your story 
every morning, it's part of your routine yeah. from now on. Is that okay? a nosh boy? No. No? All right, yeah. It was like, your routine is wake up at five, you know, have a shit, have a shower, eat some breakfast, go to work yep. at six. I want you at 5.30 every day to have a little phone holder yep. with a little fucking lav mic like that yep. I got and just turn on your story, turn on your video and record a minute of just freestyling. Yeah. Take two minutes to then edit it down to the best 15 seconds, even yep. if it's in the middle of bars. Yeah. And post it to your story. That's it. Do that every day. Yep. Because you know what happens then? I wake up and then what's the first story I see? That. Is that. Yeah. And regardless of if it's good or bad, if it's 15 seconds, I'm going to fucking listen to mm. it. Dude, you want me to really pay attention? Put some captions down the bottom, yeah. make it topical about things that are happening in the world and off you go. Now with that, you then have, after a month of doing it, 30 clips that you can use. Yep. You can then, who knows if one of those, if you're doing them all as reels, I can then use that, that yeah, audio to absolutely. go make it. So you don't know if one of those goes viral. You don't yeah. know even if the reel goes viral. And then on top of that, you might go, fuck man. I know my audience fucks with yeah. me rapping about this topic because I've yep. got 30 pieces of content and they responded to just this. Yep. Now I had a conversation with them about, I mean, it's probably two, three weeks ago now. And I was like, bro, remember when I said do that every day? Like if you had done that, you would have like over 300 pieces of yeah. content that even if you didn't release any songs, did nothing, you would have that data. Yeah. And that is five minutes a day, right? I mean, what you're seeing with Black Ink is when you spend eight hours a day on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. You know? And like that's... Unfortunately, because of the arc of what it takes to build a really substantial kind of lifestyle brand, like I'm just going to have to keep doing that for years and years and hopefully end up with the hundreds of thousands or millions of followers. But this is yeah. what it takes at the start. Absolutely. But in that scene, it's like that's such a plausible way of entering into the independent. Like you can yeah. get to a point where you don't need a, a label. You don't need anything. You can go, right, I want to make this upgrade. I'm going to sell this merch. I'm going to achieve it. You know, and it's not even clothing, man. Yeah. If you're a rapper, you can just come out with something that's niche specific yep. and fucking sell that to your audience yeah exactly you know? and which i've found that niche which is awesome yeah and at the moment it's been kind of like i'm full trying to just switch up the style yeah so at, at the very start it all just started off as a meme where i'd spit over some drum and bass you know just rap out like fucking bitches and yeah, my yeah. small penis you know like classic yeah that's <laughs> it and like that got me the original audience. Yeah. And then from pretty much, you would have heard that Wet Lap song. Yeah. It's more like, and like the Black Ink song I did, it's more like that pop punky yeah. sort of thing where it's still like bars and then you've got more like a, I hate to say it, like Machine Gun Kelly type chorus, like right. modern, but like not at all. That's just kind of, you know, more yeah, like the know. pop punky yeah. mixed with hip hop. Because that's going back to my roots as like a metal drummer right. and shit. And like, you know, I used to do vocals as well. Like have a mic set up while I'm playing drums and shit. And That's do nuts. The vocals. Yeah, that was sick. It's fucking busy, eh? Yeah, man. Oh, we had this wicked gig down at the Bull and Barrel a few years ago. That was killer. Oh, yeah. Went off all right. And um, yeah, nah, just I'm trying to rebrand away from that whole meme yeah. sort of thing, which is really working because now that's where I've found that niche shit. Yeah, like, true. The true, reason true. why I sold all that merch, that was still in that like whole fucking meme stage. Yeah. So everyone bought it like, yeah, this is funny as, you know, like yeah. wear it for a laugh, buy it for a laugh. It was like 40 bucks for a hoodie. Yeah. It was, you know, what can go wrong? Yeah, fast but, like, fashion as well. So exactly. people buy it, wear it for a couple of weeks and then fuck it off. Oh, no, no. I still see people wearing them a year later and that. It's, it's killer. So That's it's sick. Yeah, no, no, like it's sick. Like people buy it because they, they loved it, you know, and they still do. Yeah. And there's that whole, I've got two kind of listener groups, you know, the people that listen to my stuff now yeah. and the people that listen to the stuff that I put out at the start, that right. whole, 
And then now I'm trying to build them to bring them all together. Right. Essentially. So it's like trying to join the triangle. I wonder if you're like, I mean, obviously I have no fucking idea what I'm talking about, but if you take your new style and then sampled almost like meme audio into it. I mean, do you watch those meme videos on YouTube where it's like 10 minutes of memes? Fuck, I have done in the past a little bit, yeah. Bro, they upload those like every 18 hours. Yeah. And you'll see them posted four hours ago and it's got like 6 million views. Exactly. It's crazy. And you watch them and you're like, oh, there's like, like a theme that'll never die is Breaking Bad. Yep. Like you could put Science Bitch as a sample in a song and it'll slap from now until our grandkids are listening to yeah. it. Well, I don't know why. Like, you know? I've, I've got this one song where I sampled like Pornhub and shit, you know, like, Classic. you know, like, what are you doing step bro and that before oh, the drop yeah. and then I start spitting on the drop and that like, cunts love it. Yeah, that's but, why. Like, I'm trying to go more towards like, take it a bit, not, not so much take it more serious, yeah. but a bit, uh, I don't really know how to explain it. Like, but just, not so much that meme style, but still have, you know, like, oh, yeah, like I'm still going out doing skids with the boys, getting yeah. drunk, fucking whatever, but trying to just add a bit more depth to my music that so a wider audience can relate to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Essentially, if, if that makes sense, I, I'm not explaining it the best as how I want to, but... I think you're almost talking about, like, adding nostalgia rather than humour. Yeah. You know, like where maybe yeah. a meme audio sample isn't as powerful as, like, a sample of the PS1 emblem popping up yeah. on screen, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Oh, Frank Ocean did that. In the album Ultra Nostalgia. Yeah, dick. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid, eh? Actually, I'm pretty sure that's how he opens the album with that sound. Yeah? Yeah. Do you know you know the sound I'm talking about? Yeah, I know the sound. I haven't heard the song, though. Yeah. I, I don't know if I may have heard it, but Dude, I can't think. Dude, that fucking album's wild, because that was like... So the album Ultra Nostalgia is like orange cover. Yep. I'm pretty sure. And that, like, that's got like fucking 12 songs in them and 13 of them are bangers yeah it's such a good album but yeah. you can't find it now anymore really? because he's got songs this is my theory i don't know like i'm this might be a theory based off me hearing it some, somewhere wild tangent you didn't even ask about this hey yeah that's all right <laughs> that's all right man i'm loving it but he uh he had songs in there where referencing where we like reference like having sex and stuff with women i guess yep and like it wasn't long after or like around that time period he came out as gay so yep. i don't know whether he got rid of the album because it wasn't true expression of how he felt yeah. or maybe it was like he felt like it was disingenuous to to his Who he was know. yeah 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 so that, that it's almost like he was trying to please yeah by cr- doing that stuff but yeah like it wasn't him yeah and he just felt yeah like like you said That'd it wasn't like a true projection of himself it's like me releasing gym wear bro yeah i know it'll slap I don't fucking care about it. Though, yeah, that's know? it. The only reason, I, only reason I'm going to release like fucking bike shorts and a matching set for girls is because like who doesn't want bitches wearing their clothes? <laughs> like guys hit me up like, oh, make gym wear. I wear it all the time. It's like, man, I fucking don't like the idea of people taking photos wearing my shit at the gym in general. Yeah, you yeah. know, like that's not what. Well, I've got a gym in my fucking shed, dude. You know how many times I use that and post it on social <laughs> media? Never. <laughs> yeah. Dude, when did behind the scenes of people's life become so interesting? Yeah, no shit. Like, you go to the gym so you look good on Saturday night. Yeah. Why the fuck am I seeing a gym post every day? Why have you got an account dedicated to your gym? I don't yeah. fucking care. And then they don't even post the progress in their weights. You know what yeah. I mean? They're just like, oh, I'm looking better. It's like, dude, yeah. give me logical facts. Give me data. Don't yeah. just give me some vain fucking good side of you. You know what I mean? Fuck, man. Yep. So, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking social media, bro. It's fucked my mind, hey. <laughs> That's it. It's crazy, man. It's just everything's everywhere. Yeah. And, and all the time. It's, it's yeah. non-stop. And it's like no line got you to cross, you know? Like, yeah. it's all just, there's no, ex- oh, 
I was gonna say no exception, but that's not the right word. Like, there's no, it can be anything. Yeah. It doesn't matter. There's no borders to what you can put up. You well, know, I'm finding like, and I'm about to go on a, a, an advertising campaign for these G-strings, which is advertising girls wearing not a lot of clothing yeah, yep. at all. So I don't want to sound like a hypocrite, but like this was touched on Club Good the other day. This podcast I listened to was some Perth guys, and they were going through his feed, and there was like a video of like this chick. It was like looking down her bikini bottoms and she had them like open. Yep. So it's like she was sitting at the beach and as a wave came, it like took the bikini bottom off her and just is about to show, you know, that fucking, that little perfect top part. You know yep. what I'm talking about? The fucking video ends. Yeah, yep. And it's like, well, that's porn. Yeah. <laughs> that's porn. I like, I just saw her fucking butterfly wings. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I didn't, but I was like, what the fuck? How's that? Yeah. And it's like when that, like, what are you advertising? Yeah. You know, like this is, this is this is a part I don't understand, right? When I post something, even that little walkthrough around my my um thing yesterday around my studio, I'm not trying to sell you my studio. I'm not trying to sell you clothes, but I'm selling you on the idea of black ink. Yeah. I'm selling you so that next time you see a shirt or something, you're like, oh yeah, of course I want I want to be a part of that. Yeah. These girls are posting near nudes of themselves for nothing. Yeah. For nothing. There's no monetary gain. There's no cultural gain. There's nothing. Like all it is is you've got more fuckability within your community. Yeah. You're creating yourself as more of an option to potential, you know, partners around you. But outside of that, it's like, and then, you know, and obviously I'm going to have fucking, this is perfect for chicks to go like, look, you're being a fucking masculine piece of shit or whatever it is, misogynistic. It's like, yeah, dude, but also like, you know that I could post some wild shit on the internet and I have before and I monetized it. I posted yeah. for a reason, right? But I can post wearing some skinny jeans with the fucking piece hanging out the front with the, you know, I can yeah, wear yeah. some grey sweatpants if you want, but I'm not that fucking vain. Yeah. You know? And I literally post my face on, on Instagram and shit all the time. It's just like, yeah, you can promote yourself. Does it have to be turned up sexually to a hundred? Yeah. You know, can't you just wear a nice something? And I get you're not going to get as much attention. Is that a problem? You know, like, can you just live a normal life and not be a local fucking superstar who's not selling anything? Yeah, I just I, I know I'm, I'm probably there's probably a hundred arguments to make that I'm I'm not being um, <clears throat> fair in my argument, but I've been doing this for a while and I have that thought a lot. Like, what are you selling me right now? Because if it's just your body, then at least put it on OnlyFans and make some fucking money, right? Yeah, that's it. I can if you already, can do it, make money off it. I can already feel the backlash coming from that. <laughs> that's wild. That's the oh. fucking statement that ruins me in ten years. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, eh? But you, you have to, you do have to determine, like, I, I realized this at the start, you have to determine if you're going to be you forever, if you're going to be something else forever. Yeah. You're going to be something else for sure, but you got to fucking, with both of those options, yeah. live by the sword, die by the sword. Yep. You know? That's, That's what it. it's all about. Exactly. Fucking oath. Well, what do you reckon? We've hit fucking just under an hour. We could call it there. I must admit, I uh, feel like I've run out of things to talk about. Yeah, no, no, fair enough, fair enough. It's I'm, up to you, mate. Man, I came into this podcast a little bit sleepy, so I'm bloody... <laughs> I have been fucking pumping black ink lately after being, um, you know, about the whole being let go by that contractor. Nah. Oh, so my uh, black ink up until like three weeks ago was primarily marketing. Yep. Like it was marketing for other businesses because yep. obviously I have some idea how this... I'm not, saying like, I'm not saying that sarcastically. I just know how social media works. Yeah. So I was using a lot of my time, the majority of my time to help other businesses. And I've recently been let go of all of those responsibilities. Yep. And now I'm, uh, now I'm just doing black ink. So yep. where I had some sort of like security blanket over me where I knew I had certain amounts of money yep, coming in. Coming, yep. 
Now it's like, if you don't sell shirts, yeah, that's it. you don't make money. And that's why like the past three weeks, you can, I've literally not sold anything since a winter, winter range. Yep. It's like this massive gap. Yep. And now it's just like a shirt every Friday. And then like next Friday is the G strings. The Friday after that is yep. the new pink. Those, those G bangers are going to sell. Bro, oh, the, they are sick. Man, I fucking, I'm so excited, yeah. you know? That's one of those things as well where like, I'm I like, it's one of those things where when I'm, when I get to that, like obviously that's going to be super fun. But like for now, like, like I'm just focusing on selling the Fruit yeah. Loops tea. Yep. Obviously I've got a bunch of logistical shit behind the scenes for every project that I've got on the go yep. that you're constantly, you know, making progress on. But I, I, all my ducks are in a row with the G-strings. Yeah, I've got the content. I've got, I've got the content. I've got the stock. I've got the packaging. I've got the whole strategy mapped out. Now it's just like I'm waiting for this week to pass so I can go right. Let's sell all yeah, these fucking man. G-strings. You yeah, know? that's awesome. And then man. afterwards we're going a fucking sizzler. Yeah. Oh, that, boy. oh yeah, that's gonna be awesome, man. <laughs> Dude. Uh, my, my missus is gonna cop one. Oh man oh, or, it, or three it's cool that <laughs> it opens up the fucking like i feel like black ink is primarily a guy's brand yeah and what the winter rain showed me is that it's not like yeah. chicks fuck with black ink and if yeah. you make them the stuff they're gonna they're gonna be about it yeah and I, after doing a little bit of market research and kind of understanding obviously like a lot of it just came from asking riz her opinion and her friends and that but just saying like you know what do what do chicks appreciate when it comes to a online shopping yeah. B, uh, shopping for clothes and that. And it's things that make sense. Like if you make a whole, uh, if you make a top and a bottom, they're going to buy the set. Yeah. Because that makes sense. Exactly. You know, it looks good. If you make a t-shirt, it's like, well, hard sell because it doesn't make sense with anything. That, you yep. know, girls don't wear t-shirts and jeans, you know? Yeah. So, but this is the thing. If you make a crop top, very cool. You make a crop top and a matching hat. Yeah. They're more likely to exactly. buy it and not even wear it together. Yeah. So it's like, okay, cool. What's the single thing that you can make that doesn't have to be in a set but still goes really wild they told me girls came to me and said you got to make g-strings you know and i made yep. a mock-up and put it on my story it got more views than anything yep. else ever yeah i was like oh this is a hot product that was like two and a half months ago yeah and now we're finally like got the product done the photo shoot done the strategy right to go so oh yeah. boy no, they, they, they are sick that was a smart idea that yeah like, yeah yeah and another fucking another learning curve another thing yep. i had to wrap my head around and go like right how do we do this? Yeah. You know, even pack it, How do you package a G-string? Exactly, yeah. Like, what the fuck, man? But cool. I'm, I'm glad that I'm solving those problems and not fucking driving trucks, you know? Yeah, yeah that's it. No, it's awesome. What do you reckon, Lou? No, don't get up. She went nuts on that toy for like the first 25 <laughs> minutes of the podcast as well. Yeah. Hey, you're good at that, aren't you? Yeah, bloody oath. Radio Heshdog, it's been a thank pleasure you. to have you on the podcast. Yes, thank you for having me, mate. Thanks for coming it's been on. Awesome. And I'm sure you're going to be in plenty of uh, little promotional things and behind the scenes oh, stuff. Mate, I can't wait. Going into can't the future. Wait. I reckon we've got at least. I want to do some sort of collab music in the future. Yeah, sick. Because I got a, I got, I got a terrible voice, but I do want to put it on yeah. a song. Like, we're sorted. I That's... reckon uh, that, and maybe even some. I don't know whether we do like Hesh Black Ink merch or whether we make some sort of like specific product that kind of speaks yeah. to our shared niche. Everything I collab with you on Instagram does well. Yeah, sweet. So I think my first my first proper post over 200 likes was something that I collabed with you on. Yeah, wicked. Yeah. Oh, was that? yeah. That was got with Black the song. Ink, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, you made the song and it was literally like the next day I was like, fuck, I've got to, I've got to do something with it and made that fucking yeah no that was sick oh, so I was, I was away up north i'd flown back by then and i yeah. popped up i was like fuck yeah wild love it you dude. know it's wicked fucking oh definitely man we'll, we'll jump on a track together we'll, yeah man that'll be sick the crazy thing is like it's fucking late october and i'm just thinking like okay can we get this done this year dude 
What the fuck? There's like ten weeks it's, after this year. It's an hour and a half drive for me. I'll yeah. bring I'll bring everything down, man. Whoa. I got oh all I really need is the mic, my laptop, yeah. and interface and that. Oh, we could do it here. Sort of, I can get that shit set up in ten minutes. Have you got like one of those boards that samples different sounds on it? I don't, but I, I normally just like YouTube to MP3 and then cut it out and just oh, really? chuck it in, yeah. Whoa. When I'm doing like samples and That's that. That's so manual. Yeah, oh, it takes me five minutes. It's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, I've, if I've done it that much now. It's just second nature, really. Yeah, fucking oath. Wild. Anyway, let's wrap this up. Yeah. Thanks again for coming Thank on. Thank you for having me, guys. Jump on all of both of our social medias. Yeah. Which? What's your? What's your? Um, hash underscore dog d a w g. And that's on Instagram, Instagram TikTok. Yeah, that, TikTok. Oh, TikTok is like, yeah, it's the same as well. Yeah, fucking oath. I think yeah, because I've had to change it up because I keep getting banned on there. But oh, it's, yeah, like, it's roughly the same. You'll hash find dog it. Double oh eight or something because it's fucking the first <laughs> four taken. Yeah, no, it's, it's like hash underscore underscore or something. Yeah, fucking dog. I don't know. It, it, you'll find it. Yeah, you'll find it. He's got three point four million followers. It's that account. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, man. Right, guys. Wish. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day. We are out. Yo, go.